Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Clive Urquhart. Right, brilliant. How many of you want to help me out this morning? <laughs> Pete, you're the biggest kid in the room. Brilliant. Okay, now we're going we're gonna to do a few things this morning and then we're going to pray for some people like in a minute. Okay, I need, I need four people to help me initially that are slightly older. Right, we'll come to the younger ones in a moment. But I need four slightly older people to give me a hand. Pete, okay, come on then, mate. I know you're desperate. Yep, Lloyd. Anybody else? Two more. Yep, do you want to come up? And uh, one other. Yep, do you want to come up, mate? Brilliant. If you, could, uh, if you could, guys, go down there and grab a corner each of that thing down there. Now, what we're going to do this morning is down here where you're seated, okay, is called the dominion of darkness. Everybody go. Up here is the kingdom of light. Okay, so this is called the dominion of darkness down there. And this is the rock of salvation, Jesus. Okay, so the kingdom of light is up here. So I'm the only one up here this morning. And many, many people are going to end up here by the end of the morning. Is that okay? Because most of you look like you need saving today. So, only joking. Now in the Bible, it says that the devil has dominion over the kingdom of dark uh, over the dominion of darkness he doesn't have a kingdom because the devil's not a king so he does have a dominion a space where he can do whatever he does around the earth but that's because god allows him to have it okay but there's only one kingdom that really can rule and reign and that's god's kingdom and in order to have a kingdom you need to have a king right and because jesus is the king of kings and the lord of lords then his kingdom overcomes the dominion of darkness is that right Okay, so this is down here, the dominion of darkness. Now, I need, this is where I need a bunch of younger guys to help me out. Are you ready? So if you're kind of a bit younger, just jump to your feet. And, and if you guys could hold up this thing a bit tighter, okay? And if you want to help me out, stand underneath this um, stormy, cloudy scene, okay? This morning. I need a few more people, a few more younger ones to come and help me out, okay? This is brilliant. Because in the dominion of darkness, it is stormy, okay? There's always storms in life going on, and, and sometimes they're bigger and worse than, than others. But we need a few sound effects this morning, okay? So we need some rain. How many of you got two hands on the end of your arms? Okay, everybody just begin to clap. Okay, so it's raining a little bit. If it's going to rain a bit harder, what would that sound like? If it was really tipping down with rain, what would that sound like? And if it's kind of stormy, thundery rain, what does that sound like? Okay, brilliant. Okay, now, if there was going to be thunder, okay, thunder, what would, what would thunder sound like? Everybody on, you, on the floor. And you can bang the tables a little bit if you want as well. Okay, brilliant. Now, that was, a, that was a gentle storm. If it was a really violent storm, what would that sound like? Okay, now, this is great. The control you have up here is amazing. Um, anyway, the, uh, what I want you to do now is, uh, if you are under 40, 
okay? I want you to be the rain and clap. If you're over 40, I want you to be the thunder, okay? So if you're under 40, hopefully you'll know if you are or not. If you're over, you should know what age you are. If you don't, we'll pray for you. But if you're under 40, I want you to do loads of clapping. You ready? Under 40s, go, clap. A bit more, a bit louder. Okay, if you're over 40, begin to do thunder. Everybody a bit louder. Okay. Now, every now and then, every now and then, you have a thunderclap. How many of you have heard the Icelandic fans, you know, ooh, and they do that, right? So we're going to do that. You ready? We're going to go three, two, one. Everybody's going to do a big thunderclap. Ready? Three, two, one. Now we'll do it properly. Three, two, one. Okay, so that was brilliant. So what we're going to do, we're going to have some rain, some thunder, and then at some point I'm going to shout three, two, one, and then we all just clap. Okay, are you ready? So let's hear the rain. Now the thunder. A bit louder. This is a serious storm. You guys can kind of move the thing up and down. Three, two, one. Okay, brilliant. Now we're going to, we, we need all these sound effects during the message. Is that okay? Are you guys all right down there? Yeah. Shout a bit louder. Are you guys all right down there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Now, this is the dominion of darkness. How many of you have been taken out of the dominion of darkness and you are now in the kingdom of light? How many of you know you're on the rock of salvation? Okay, so what happens... When we are on the rock of salvation. So here we go. Here's my health and safety ladder this morning. I have checked with a parent if a child can be up here. And they willingly signed and said, yes, I don't mind my child being up there. Okay. So Isaac, you've been nominated by your dad. Okay. I did ask him permission. He said, yeah, feel free. Have him up there. Brilliant. So Isaac, come up here, mate. And I need, uh, I need one other person who can stand here and hold the ladder because obviously health and safety, we need to... Um... So Dave, it needs to be somebody over 18. You're just about over 18. Brilliant. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> now, what happens when we're taken out of this stormy kind of scene where there's all the storms of life and the issues of life and, and the power of the enemy that tries to control us? What happens when we're taken out of that and we're brought in onto the rock of salvation and then become a child of God. And then what that's going to mean for us in a few minutes. You ready? So it means you're now not who you used to be. You're now a new person, a new creation. Okay? And the Bible says that we were once under the control of the enemy, under his dominion. But because of God's great love for us, for people, Jesus went to the cross dealt with all the powers of the enemy that kept us in darkness and he defeated them so that we can come out of darkness into light or onto the rock of salvation. So you were not only brought onto the rock of salvation, but this is what it says. You've now actually been raised up with Christ. So do you want to take one step on there? Brilliant. And we are now seated with him in heavenly places. So do you want to take another step up? Then it says here, Uh, And he has done this so that in the future we might demonstrate the riches of God's grace that are so immense and nothing can be compared to those riches. So take another step. If you want to turn round and if you can just sit, if you can manage it. 
sits somewhere on there. Is that okay? Yeah. Got him? Brilliant, thanks. Just checking. Uh, he does have hold of him behind, so just... Um, not his behind, but his trousers. <laughs> Better make that clear as well. <clears throat> so, Isaac is not under the dominion of darkness any longer. He is now on the rock of salvation. But when we're brought onto the rock of salvation, we're not just taken out of one dominion and then put into a kingdom and then it's like, well, that's great. Jesus actually says what happens now is we're raised up as a son of God, a child of God, to seat at the right hand of God with him, with Jesus, at his right hand, okay? So all the victory that Jesus won on the cross over the enemy, we are now raised up into that same victory, so that we can see the same victory that Jesus saw for mankind, we can now see that in our own lives, but also see that in other people's lives as well. Because we have a victory that is more powerful than the dominion of darkness. Does everybody, you're up with me, you're with me, all right? Does anybody believe that in here? Yeah. Okay, just tell your neighbour, I believe that. Okay, but how many of you know it doesn't just stay there? Because what the Bible says is we've now, we're now here to demonstrate that the riches of God's grace are so immense that nothing can be compared to those riches. That he now wants to express everything that he's done in us to other people. And it's his grace, his enabling that does it. Then the Bible says, the truth is that we are the work of God's own hands. So Isaac couldn't come from there to there in his own effort. It had to be something that God did in his life. Okay? But he says, he's a, this is a work of God's hands and now we live in Christ Jesus. We are able to do the good works that are the evidence of that salvation. So Jesus bringing us out of darkness into light is a gift that he gives us of salvation, it's called. And then he wants us to take that gift of salvation and he wants then to take that gift to others and it's called good works. It is good to know that these are the very works that God planned and prepared for us to Accomplish. Okay, so all of you guys, you want to stand up? So stand right underneath that. If you can make it a bit tighter, guys, move away a little bit. Brilliant. So these guys are still under the control of darkness. So we need a bit of rain and a bit of thunder. So these guys, they're still under the control. And just move it around a bit. And it's a stormy kind of thing going on. But these guys, in and of themselves, cannot get out of that on their own. Okay. So just keep really quietly, just quietly clapping, quietly going, just really quietly all the way through, okay? So, what Isaac's going to do, because of what God's done in his life, okay, he's got two choices. One choice is that he could come down from there. Do you want to come down? And he could stay on the rock of salvation and he could kind of, just walk around with me, he could just kind of walk around his Christian life enjoying kind of doing this, that and the other, going to church on Sunday, hanging out with his mates, uh, playing on his computer or doing whatever he's doing or going to school or being at work. He could kind of just, you know, and he could forget what he's been saved out of and brought out of. And he could just sort of carry on his life doing this kind of thing and just say, well, thanks, Jesus, I'm on the rock of salvation, I'm doing all right. 
Or there's another way he can live his life, which is because he realizes what God's done for him and he's seated in heavenly places, he has the same power as we sang this morning at work in him that raised Jesus from the dead. He can actually do something with that power. And so because Isaac's living that, that number two life, that, that realizing that this is not just about me and myself, he realizes two things. One, the power of prayer. I need to pray for my friends who don't know Jesus yet. And when you begin to pray, what happens? Do you guys want to get underneath the blanket a minute? Everybody, a bit of rain, a bit of thunder. To hold this lot and you're going to chuck it out over to these guys. So when he begins to pray, what begins to happen? Because these guys and anybody that doesn't know Jesus are in the storms of life and they cannot get out of the storms of life. And in the storms of life, many people want to know, is there another way to live? Is there a way out of my shame and my guilt and my problems and my fears and the pain that I'm living in? And Isaac understands that because he knows what Jesus has brought him out of. And so he realizes when I pray, he begins to throw a lifeline out. You need to hold on to one end of it. <laughs> that's, I, that's my fault, didn't prep him. All right, brilliant. So just, just kind of put that around your waist. Hang on a minute, hang on. No, don't pull it a minute. So he realizes, okay, just hold on to that then. That he's, when he prays, he's throwing a lifeline out to those who are in the sea of darkness. And some of these guys are crying out saying, is there a way out of the storms of life and out of the, the control of what is happening in my life It'll be all right. He'll get there in a minute. So uh, this, is, this is not going to be a tug of war, okay? So hang on, guys. Hang on. Wait a minute. He's got his gloves on and everything, this one. So let's just say one person, just one person hold the rope. Just one person initially. And what he begins to do, as he's praying, he's right on the edge, right on the edge of the rock of salvation because he realizes the people cannot get up here on their own. So he's, he begins to pray and throw a lifeline out there but he also, because this is his friend, okay, he realizes that he doesn't just stay separated from the world, but because the power of God in him is stronger than the dominion of darkness, he can go down into, go right underneath, he can go down into the world where the dominion of darkness is at work. And as he's praying for his mate and putting him in, he also begins to tell his mate about what God has done in his life and then what he does, he then, both of you come up here, they then both come out of the dominion of darkness into the kingdom of light because the same power that is at work in Isaac is stronger than that and so therefore he can go into the world, into work and into the community knowing that that's not going to overcome him because what is at work in him is more powerful than what is at work out there and then he can bring his mate out of that. Then what happens to Billy? Billy then becomes the same as Isaac, a child of God, and then he becomes a new creation. He is then raised to a new life in Jesus and seats at the right hand of the Father with Christ, right? So now he has the same power at work in him as Isaac does. So now what are they going to do? They're going to join up and say, okay, let's see what else God wants to do through both of our lives together. And so, jump on me a minute. We'll just get you down quickly. Okay? So... Now, you take the life, okay? Put it around your waist a minute. Grab it around there. Put it around there. And you're going to do the same thing. Just everybody go underneath. Go underneath. And a bit of thunder, a bit of lightning. Okay, you guys. 
So we want two people on each bit of rope now, okay? Okay, don't argue, guys. Okay, do you want to come up here? Come up here, then. That's it. Pull them in. Pull them in. Pull them in. Pull them in. Just keep a bit louder, a bit louder. Okay, these guys are coming out of darkness into light. Okay, two of you up there. Just stand over with Isaac, okay? Big thunderclap. Three, two, one. Cool. Okay, now. Hang on a minute, hang on. Just go back down there a sec. Okay, now. What started with one person who knew who he was in Christ, he's a new creation, doesn't mean he's perfect all the time, doesn't mean he feels perfect all the time, but because of what Jesus done, it's who he is in Christ that's important, okay? And he believes that more than he does sometimes the circumstances, he believes that more than his feelings, and he believes that more than the lies of the enemy, because the enemy will always say, yeah, but look, you're not perfect, so you're really still down there. And that's the way the enemy works. Why? Because he's the liar. But how many of you know truth always overcomes lies? Because the truth sets us free. And because the truth is Jesus and he's more powerful than darkness, then truth is always going to win. So Isaac, he sees Billy initially come onto the rock of salvation, become a new creation in Christ. Then they both start reaching their mates. And what started with one is now... Six, is that right? Yeah, six people up here. And it just started because he began to pray and he threw a lifeline out. Then he was prepared to share his faith a little bit and the Holy Spirit began to work in, in the people and then they also came onto the rock of salvation. Okay, so one last thing. Everybody else who's not up here yet, do you want to go under there? Just go back under there. Okay, one last thing. If we can just have a bit of thunder, a bit of lightning and everything else. Okay, do you want to throw your ropes down to people? You can throw one down, throw one down there, just somebody can grab hold of that. Okay, so bring them up, bring them up. Just come up on the stage, that's it. This one, we need to pray a bit more because he's taking a bit of time. There's a breakthrough right there. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Now, how many of you believe what we've just said in the last few minutes is true? So what we're going to do in the next couple of minutes is we're going to just jot down or think about the friends, the family members, those that don't yet know Jesus, okay? And we're going to take a few minutes, and as families or whoever you've come with this morning, or people around your table, we're going to take a few minutes just to pray for those people that don't yet know Jesus, okay? Because we're praying with the same power in us that raised Jesus from the dead, because we sang it this morning. How many of you believe what we sang this morning? Four of you. How many, anybody else believe what we're saying this morning? So when we pray, we're praying with that same power, with that same faith that God's going to bring our friends and family members out of the, the dominion of darkness onto the rock of salvation and to be raised to become children of God, sons of God. And then they join in what God wants to do to see other people come to know him. So we're praying for not just individuals, but also couples and households today. So are you ready? 
Do you guys want to go and let's thank these guys for taking part this morning, doing a great job. Thanks, guys, for holding this up. If you can't find your child afterwards, they're probably lost underneath here, and uh, we can find them. Brilliant. Thanks, guys, for helping out this morning. Great. Just chuck it up here, mate. Brilliant. Thanks. Look at that, Pete. I think you've done that before, mate. We, we used to run this thing called Faith Camp, and uh, I think you've helped out there a few times. Brilliant. Okay, so you're ready. So around your tables then, uh, you might not do this as a whole table, you might do this just in twos and threes or whatever, but or if, you, if you're here as a family, um, just do that this morning. Just jot down, okay, two or three people, you're probably already praying for these guys because that's one of the things we've been doing this year, just jot down the people that we are praying for, okay, and uh, we're reaching out to. And maybe if you haven't, maybe this morning God's going to spark something for one person or for a couple or for a family that Jesus wants to reach through your life from today onwards. And then what we're going to do, we're going to pray five specific prayers. And I'll lead you in those, okay, how we're going to pray for these friends and family members. Is that all right? Okay. So I'm going to give you one minute just to jot down, if you haven't already, jot down the people that are on your heart, the people that are around your life that Jesus wants to bring out of the dominion of darkness into the kingdom of light, onto the rock of salvation. Okay? Just quickly jot those down. Some of the children here, you might have a friend at school, one of your best friends, and you want to see them come to know Jesus, so maybe write their names down. And every day, what we want to do is take a few minutes every day and maybe with your parents, you can do this every day and pray for your friend at school and to be able to tell them about Jesus, okay? You can, we'll come to what we're going to pray in a minute. So it doesn't matter how stormy the dominion of darkness is over people's lives, the power that we have as Christians is greater than the power that is at work in other people's lives that don't know Jesus. So when we pray, what that begins to do is it begins to shake off the dominion of darkness over people's lives that don't know Jesus. It begins to shake that dominion of darkness because suddenly we're praying because we're people of the light. And how many of you know light always overcomes darkness? In order for something to be dark, you have to remove light and so when we come with light, light will always overcome darkness. You can't remove darkness from light because when there's light, there isn't darkness. I mean, so we, but we want to shine bright. I mean, it's not overly bright in here this morning. But if we turn the lights up more, it would be even brighter, wouldn't it? And so we want to shine as bright as we can in terms of the life of Jesus. So are you ready to pray? Okay, so you've, got, you've written down one person or a couple maybe or a family or maybe there's two or three different people you're going to pray for in a few minutes. So firstly, we're going to pray from John chapter 6, verse 44. It says, pray that the Father, that God will draw them to himself. Okay, so just begin to do that. And how does that happen? It happens because God begins to reveal who he is to people's lives. He begins to show them who he is. Are you ready? So let's take one minute or so and let's just pray right now that from John 6, 44, that
that the Father, that God will draw them to himself. Are you ready? Go. Just pray that now for those people. And pray with thanksgiving. So it's not just, please, would you do this? But say, Father, I thank you that you draw John or you draw Mary or you draw whoever they are to you. We thank you, Jesus, that you draw them to yourself, that you reveal who you are. Pray like that with thanksgiving, with expectancy that as you pray, God is doing it. God is beginning to work. Thank you, Jesus. Pray with faith right now, with thanksgiving. Believe what you pray. We're praying in his name to see people come to know him in the next few weeks, over the next few months. Thank you, Jesus, that you draw, you reveal who you are into every one of these friends and family. Thank you, Jesus. And then as you're praying, the second thing we're going to pray, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4, it talks about taking authority over the spirits at work that blind people's eyes to the truth, okay? So what we're going to do now, we're just going to pray in the name of Jesus and say, right, we take authority, we bind every deception or every lie or everything that we want to stop these friends and families coming to know Jesus. We take authority over all of that right now and we, we, we pull down the blindness from their eyes and we just speak right now, their eyes of their hearts will be open. Something like that, are you ready? Okay, go. Just pray right now. The next step, that God would draw them and reveal who he is. And as he's doing that, we're pulling down everything that want to hinder that from happening. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your victory right now. Thank you, you overcome every lie, all the reasoning, any people's past experiences, whatever they might say. I'll never be good enough for God and I've done so many bad things and all of that. We just tear down all of those lies and all of the things that try and blind people's eyes to the truth. We pull all those things down right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you open up the eyes of people's hearts to see who you are. We praise your name. We thank you, Jesus. Now Ephesians 1 verse 17, it talks about the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that people might know him Better. So we're going to now pray for a release of the spirit of wisdom and revelation. You ready? So just pray that. Father, with thanks, give it again. Father, thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation being released into John or into Mary or into this family or whoever it is. Pray with thanksgiving right now. Thank you, Jesus, for the release of the revelation of who you are. Thank you, Lord. So they might come to know you. Thank you, Jesus. Revelation coming. Thank you for the revelation of who you are, Jesus, as we pray, as we witness, as we share our faith, as we tell people about you. Thank you, you reveal who you are. Dreams and visions and all those kind of things. We thank you, Jesus. Then 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 5, it talks about the gospel coming with deep conviction, with the Holy Spirit and with power in people's lives. So we want to pray for deep conviction, that as God reveals who he is, there's a conviction in people's hearts. Wow, I need to know Jesus. I need to get right with God, or whatever words we want to use. But just pray right now for a conviction, that deep conviction in people's hearts that leads them to then want to repent, to turn around 
180 degrees to then walk the other way and to know Jesus. You ready? So just pray right now. Thank you for that deep conviction in people's hearts. As you reveal who you are, a conviction about who you are and their need to know you will just go deep into their hearts. They won't be able to shake that off in any way. Just pray for the next few moments. Deep conviction that leads to repentance, to a turning around. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for deep conviction. That conviction that goes beyond feelings and experience and reasoning and all the defence mechanisms. Thank you, Jesus. Your conviction that goes right into the depth of people's hearts. That re- they realise, I need to get right with God. I-, I want to know Him. Thank you, Jesus, for that, that repentance. Thank you, Jesus, that deep conviction that leads to repentance. We praise your name. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. And then John chapter 5, verse 24. It talks about us crossing over from death to life, okay? So there'll be the spirit of faith being released. Faith being released into people's lives to cross over from death to life. Are you ready? So let's just pray right now that all of this, that that faith gets released into people's lives because there has to be faith, isn't there, to believe in who Jesus is and what he's done in order to then respond for people to give their lives to the Lord. So let's release the spirit of faith into people's lives now so they can then cross from death, the dominion of darkness as we saw, into the kingdom of light. Okay, just pray that for the next few minutes with thanksgiving. Father, thank you for the spirit of faith being released as, as our friends and family hear about you, as you reveal who you are, as the conviction comes on their lives, we thank you for faith to believe in who you are, to respond to you, Father, so they cross from death to life. Thank you, Jesus. Just take a few moments and pray with thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And name the people specifically. Thank you, Jesus, for the spirit of faith coming on John, coming on Mary. Uh, the spirit of faith in their lives, so they believe, they see who you are. There's something inside them that says, yes, God is real and I want to know him. Thank you for that deep conviction. Thank you for the work of your Holy Spirit. We praise your name. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We praise your awesome name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Now just thank them. Thank the Lord for... God's hand at work in their lives. Just thank Him. Even if you think, well, they're still miles away, that's fine. Pray with thanksgiving. Father, thank you for Mary's salvation. Thank you for John's salvation. Thank you for this family coming to know you. Thank you they step into everything that you have for them in their lives. Thank you, Jesus, for your salvation. Just pray with thanksgiving like it's happening right now because when we pray, God starts to work. God starts to move because we're praying in line with His Word this morning. We're praying in line with His will today. And when we pray in line with His will, we know that we have what we asked of Him. So let's just thank Him for the salvation of our friends and family right now. Come on. Let's thank Him and praise Him before we've even seen it happen. Let's pray with, and thank Him with thanksgiving this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name. Praise your name. Praise your name. How many of you could pray like that for at least five minutes every day? Maybe as a family, as a household, or whatever your situation with your friends, whoever you, you live with, maybe just take a few minutes every day and pray some of the pray the word over people's lives. Because when we pray the word, the word works, doesn't it? And when the word is at work, 
then the enemy's hold on people's lives is going to be broken. It cannot stay around people's lives. Because how many, how many believe the word is more powerful because it's the word of light overcoming the dominion of darkness. Amen? So if you haven't got one of these, these are the win the ones they're called. There's the, you can get them out in the hub on the, the info point. And it gives you the scriptures and you can write the people's names that you're praying for, the family, whoever it is. You can spend a few minutes every day just praying and thanking. And you know, when you begin to pray, God will start opening up opportunities. You might think, well, I'm not receiving any opportunities. Well, maybe because you need to pray. And because when you begin to pray, God begins to work. And opportunities begin to appear. And you, know, you can then begin to share your faith or whatever happens in those context. That's where you're going to have to trust God um, in those moments. But that's the excitement of sharing our faith um, in terms of what God wants to do. So let's just pray for a moment, okay? Just everybody close your eyes for a minute. Maybe today you're here and you don't know Jesus yet. You've never responded to him. And maybe you've seen this morning, well, I, I don't know him. I'm not on the rock of salvation. I don't belong to Jesus. I'm, I'm not a child of God. Somebody who's on the ladder, as it were, as a child of God, as a friend of God. I'm still under the dominion of darkness, under the power of the enemy and how he wants to control my life. And you've seen this morning, it's possible to come out of that into the kingdom of light, which is freedom, free from the power of the enemy. You can come out of the effect of the enemy on your life, which could be guilt or shame or pain, where you know you need forgiveness or you know... You need to get right with other people. And the only way is first when you get right with God and he does things in your life, then you're able to get right with other people in your life. If you've never responded to God, maybe some of you here this morning, your heart is beating at this moment and you just, you might not understand everything, but you know, hang on a minute, this is real. There's too many people in this room to, to, for this to be a lie and to be like they are in this room, just the atmosphere the excitement. Maybe in your heart it's pounding away at this moment and you, and you know, well, I need, to, I need to take a first step towards God and begin to surrender my life to Him because that's what it means to be a Christian. It means to surrender your whole life to Jesus. But I'd rather surrender everything and be in the light, in the rock of salvation and be seated with Him and in relationship with Him and free from all the rubbish than live under in this stormy dominion of darkness under the control of the enemy. I'd rather, I know where I'd rather be. And so if you want to respond to the Lord this morning, I just want to ask you this morning, wherever you are, just, if you can just quickly raise your hand. If you know you want to take a response to him this morning, thanks, mate. Anybody else? Thanks. Anybody else? Just raise your hand. We're going to pray in a few minutes. I'd love to chat with you after and spend a few minutes with you just talking, praying and helping you. Anybody else this morning? Let's just take a moment to pray, shall we? Father, we thank you for what you've done on the cross and the victory that you won. We thank you that you broke every power of the devil over our lives. And this morning, along with these guys, we just want to take hold of who you are in a fresh way to surrender our lives to you and to give our lives to you. Father, we thank you for what you're beginning to do in these guys' lives. And as we pray together in a few minutes afterwards, what you're going to really just launch in their lives in a few minutes' time. Father, I just want to pray for anybody else. If there's anybody else, you know there's tough situations going on right now. Tough situations going on. You're a believer. 
We know there's a tough situation. Just raise your hand. You don't have to say what they are. But if you know you need a breakthrough, there's a tough situation where you need a release of God in that situation. Just raise one of your hands right now. Okay, there's a few people. Now, in relation to God, that situation is a molehill because God is the mountain. The enemy would want to say the problem is a mountain and God is a molehill. But it's the other way around. What does Jesus say? If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can speak to that mountain and it must go. Why? Because a mustard seed of faith is much greater than a natural mountain. So that natural mustard, that, that seed of God's word, the truth of who he is, is more powerful than anything that can be a word. So let's just pray for a moment about those situations. Right now, we take authority over whatever is going on in people's lives now. We speak to those mountains. Wherever, you, wherever you're sitting right now, if you raise your hands like that, just speak to those mountains. I speak to that mountain right now. Just command it to be moved. Let's agree together. Father, we thank you those mountains are moving right now. Be moved now. The problems, sickness, issues, challenges, persecution, strongholds, we bind those things right now. We command you to move and be gone right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for a release of your kingdom life into these situations and breakthrough right now into these situations. In your mighty name, Father, I thank you and I praise your name. Come on, let's thank the Lord, shall we? And just join our faith with all these guys who raise their hands. Father, I thank you and I praise your mighty, awesome name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those of you that raise your hands, the first thing, I know a couple of guys over there, I'd love to chat with you afterwards uh, in a few, few minutes. One of the opportunities we have to help share our faith is, is in the autumn, as well as running Freedom. And I'd encourage you, if you haven't done Freedom yet, to really get plugged into Freedom and what God does in people's lives through the 12-week curriculum that you go through and then the 24-hour encounter that will be in December. Um, it, it, it transforms people's lives. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't done Freedom, make that your small group for the autumn this year. But also, if... You have friends, as we've been praying, neighbours, work colleagues, whoever they are, family members who don't yet know Jesus. We're going to be running Alpha in all three congregations this um, autumn. And so you can begin to think and pray into Alpha and who you might invite to come. So we're going to be running, Crawley and Horsham are going to be running it together. Then we're going to be running one down in Worthing and then one in Burgess Hill. Okay, so there's going to be three Alphas uh, being run in the autumn and <clears throat> so you can pray into that and, and maybe even begin to talk to your friends and, and family members whoever they want begin to invite them starts early September and uh, it's 10 weeks or so with food with a meal and, uh, and we, we saw a number of people give their lives to the Lord through the alphas that we've just recently done and we're going to see more in the autumn it's not the only way we see people say but it's a way of joining our faith together to see God at work. How many of you want to see friends and family members coming to know Jesus? So that's an opportunity, okay, to invite them to, uh, to Alpha to see them come to know Jesus. Brilliant. Let's all stand together, shall we, just before we, we finish this morning. And let's thank God for who he is and the week that we're going to have this week. How many of you are looking forward to a really good week? 
It's going to be an amazing week, a brilliant week. Why? Because we have Jesus in our lives. What could be better than having the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in our lives, right? I want to encourage you in your, house, in your homes, you know, put worship on. Uh, in your homes, put CDs on, turn the volume up a little bit, spend some time worshipping, fill your home with worship. Maybe when you're driving your car, you might have the news on every now and then, but stick some worship on then to encourage you after you've listened to the news to then uh, worship Jesus and thank him that he's still Lord, even though there's all sorts of stuff going on. Um, just fill uh, around your life with worship, with the presence of God and encourage your faith and, and uh, be like that. So Father, we thank you for who you are and what you've done in our lives. We exalt you, Jesus. You are amazing. You are amazing, Jesus. We thank you that as believers, we are the most positive people in the world because we have everything to be thankful for and to celebrate because the power of the enemy has been broken We have the same power in us that raised Jesus from the dead as we heard and sang this morning. So what could be better? We thank you, Father, that you lead us by your Spirit this week at home, at work, during the holidays and all the stuff we're going to be doing. Father, we want our lives to be totally centred around you. Not you that we fit you in here and there, but our lives are centred around you this week. Our homes are centred around you. In every way, our lives are centred around you. And so we just speak your goodness and your abundance into this week in every way. That no matter who we have around our homes and in our lives this week, we're going to be a blessing to them. When we go to other people's homes or the park or whatever we're doing this week, we're going to be a blessing to other people. We're not going to be a drain on others. We're going to be living water coming into their lives this week and into each other's lives. We praise you and we exalt you, Jesus. Come on, let's give God a great shout of praise, shall we, for who he is. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your awesome name. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.